Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV, episode number 446 for Tuesday, the 5th of April 2016. <laughs> Almost said 2015. Wow. What? Time travel is like phasing me. Spring's messing with you. I know, right? Uh, I'm Robbie. And I'm Jeff Weston. Nice to see you. Hey, tonight we are looking at a flash drive that not only keeps your stuff encrypted, but also protects it from viruses on Microsoft Windows. It comes from Kingston Technology and ESET. We're going to give you the sneak peek of this brand new device. That's awesome. We're also going to be answering some viewer questions, and Robbie's going to tell you how to download a YouTube video to Windows. Nice. Uh, We've got the NetTalk Duo 2 to give away. Lots of those to give away. You want to stick around, find out if you win. And here's what's coming up in the Category 5.TV newsroom. Union Memorial Hospital is the epicenter of a malware attack, with ransom being held for around $18,500. Seems like there's a lot of ransomware going on lately. Windows 10 is going to be having uh, some form of Ubuntu built into it. That's exciting. And changes to how Instagram content will appear in the app's feed have sparked backlash among some of its users. And this one was a good one for April Fool's. Google tried a prank and it backfired. We'll give you some more details on that. And Tay, that's the AI bot from Microsoft, snuck back online for another go at the Twitter users. So stick around. The full details are coming up later in the show. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Hey there. Welcome to the show. I'm Robbie. I'm Jeff Weston. Jeff, I decided to make the Rebel BT part of my wardrobe because it's hip. It works and it sounds Sounds awesome. Oh, House of Marley, how you spoil us. You know, I I see you don't have a pair. I don't have a pair. Oh. Uh, Yeah. But uh, but that's that's okay. I've got a birthday coming up in a few months. There you go. Definitely a good birthday gift. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm going to have to tell my wife. Uh, But, you know, the thing I love about those headphones is, I mean... I have a background in radio, actually. Both of us do. Yeah. So headphones are something that are fairly important to us in the radio industry. A little bit, but we were we were tethered. We were. I can tell you, I don't think I've heard a better sound of headphones. Like for one, com- for comfort, comfortable in general. Here. Yeah, in general, not even wired. Uh, one of the comments that came in last week was the the one thing I don't like about Bluetooth headphones is the latency, and I just want to say these are zero latency. Yeah, just nothing. So if you're watching, what that means is if you're watching a movie or something, the lips are synced to the audio. Now, early Bluetooth, um, early headphones you might have a little bit of a delay, right. which would be frustrating if you were watching something. Like watching a so dubbed movie music. or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you don't get that with these. It's, it's perfect. So. Yeah. No, those are incredible. I'm, I'm incredibly excited about those. House of Marley, well done. Way to go. Pick these up, folks. I can't wait till they're on Amazon, because I am so quickly adding these to our store. Yeah. Send me... Uh like an a, Amazon link. Yeah, as soon, as soon as I'll, yeah. just let me know. refreshing, okay, That's folks? Right. Uh, speaking of our Amazon links, I just want to say huge thanks yes. to those of you who have been supporting us by doing yep. your shopping on Amazon. Um, if your church needs some equipment, computers, audio devices, microphones, wireless stuff, cameras, all that stuff is on Amazon. And in fact, one particular viewer just this week alone decided to make that. Uh, their their shopping spot and buy really? some electronics. Cool. Uh, and I don't know what it's for. All I see, I don't see who they are, where they're from. You know who who you are. Uh, but I just see a, uh, an itemized list of what we sold. That's and, amazing. And I can tell, you know, there's there's some camera equipment, some wireless microphones, and things like that. So obviously, some 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 kind of broadcast setup. So I see that. But because you decided 
to purchase that through our Amazon link, Jeff, that one individual person's purchase paid for 13 to 14% of our entire month. No way. In that one purchase. Wow, thank you. It makes you. a huge difference. So can you imagine if one person can make that much of a difference, if your business needs to buy some stuff on Amazon, hey, if you need to buy your toiletries, mm-hmm. save yourself a trip to the store, plan ahead, hey, we've only got six rolls of toilet paper left. Uh, it's going to take a, a week to get here, so let's order it today. Makes sense. Right. Amazon's a great place to buy uh, uh, gifts as well. Yes. Your birthday's coming up. I think yes. everyone should buy Jeff something from Amazon. Absolutely. Send me link. House of Marley headphones <laughs> right here. <laughs> they're not on Amazon yet. When they're on Amazon. I know. I know. Uh, but it does make a huge difference. That Amazon stuff, uh, Amazon is the, the prime example. Um, and in order to support us in that way, all you have to do is go to our website, any of our websites on the network, but category5.tv. Uh, and when you go there, click on support us mm-hmm. and you'll see our, uh, our partners. And our partners page lists all of the partners that we have, like eBay, Amazon, uh, 1-800-GOT-JUNK and all these, really? Oh, yeah. All these uh, companies that partner with us and say, hey, if people buy through you, through your links, we'll give you a percentage of each sale. And that helps us to pay the bills. Uh, Amazon is probably the biggest one for us. Mm-hmm. So by going through those links, you're not, it doesn't charge you anymore. It, it just puts a, a portion of the sale into, uh, into our basket. And then uh, they send us a check each month. Awesome. So it and makes so a huge difference. With the 1-800-GOT-JUNK. You can clean out your house. There you help go. Help Cat 5. Then buy a bunch of new stuff from Amazon. New furniture from Amazon. Help Cat 5. Hey. It's, it's perfect. I like the way he thinks. I like the way I think, too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if they had a disposable income to that nth degree, <laughs> maybe just send a check. That's probably the best thing to do. Yeah. Uh, as you know, I've mentioned it before, but our bills are higher than yes. our revenue right now. And in order to stay on top of our bills, we really need um, that little extra oomph. So yeah. even if you're supporting us in other ways, please consider using our tip jar. Uh, just throw a one-time contribution in there, and that will give us a, a nice little boost as we step into April uh, because we are a little bit behind. And, and uh, I want to get on top of that. Uh, I'm the kind of person I like to get everything paid right on time and yep. make sure that everything's set. And, uh, and it's really important as we carry on with the shows that, uh, that we keep the bills paid. So uh, thank you to those of you who have been supporting us. And Patreon is a big way to do that as well. Yes. Cat5.tv slash Patreon. And uh, just a note, we gave away a bunch of these uh, NetTalk Duo Wi-Fis to our patrons. Mm-hmm. And a couple of uh, our patrons said, oh, well, if I win that, is that going to eliminate my chance to win the teeny drones? Uh -uh. Totally different draw. So don't worry if you're a patron and you've gotten a note that you won one of these. Hey, just send me an email or respond to the message on Patreon uh, with your address and I'm going to send it to you. We've sent out two so far. There are three that are in limbo um, and that will not affect your chances at winning um, the teeny drones. Yeah. And that is going to happen as, uh, as you decide to contribute to, uh, to Category 5 through Patreon. The first 100 patrons, uh, they are all going to go into a draw. And we have two teeny drones. So excited. Micro quadcopters to give away. Those are cool. You know, if you and I won them, we could race. Well, you've got one already. I've got one already. So Well, that's true. So, so we can race anyways? Well, we can we up, up do our this. skills. We're just coming out of the just, winter. The snow melted this But we morning. can up our skills, control here, control here, and get both yeah. of them going at the same time. Whoa. I can't even master one. <laughs> I'm willing Good to try. Good luck with that, Jeff. 
Will <laughs> dry. You saw me. I was like demonstrating. I went straight into the roof. Yeah. So yeah. that's. You know, fly outdoors, maybe. Well, okay, fine, That's whatever. A good idea. Hey, I've got some NetTalk Duo, wife, uh, Duo 2s to give away. That comes with the three months of free phone calls to and from Canada and U.S. It doesn't matter where you live in the world. You're still able to call Canada and U.S. absolutely free using a NetTalk uh, Duo uh, 2. I'm holding a Wi-Fi, so it keeps phasing me. But it's a Duo 2 that we're giving away uh, this week. Drum roll, please. Jeff, can you do like a... That's the best I got, folks. Whiskey Zero. Thank you for sending in your ballots, everybody. Whiskey Zero, you are our champion of the week. You are going to be receiving a NetTalk Duo 2. Uh, all you have to do, Whiskey Zero, is send us a quick email. Uh, you can send that to, to me. Uh, you know my email address. I guess it's... Uh, I was saying just before the show, I, you know, I'm glad but also surprised that it was... Somebody that we often yeah, see in the chat room that's right. that happened to win. I think there were 40, 41,000 uh, ballots. Wow. So that's, that's good. That is good. Way to go, man. So anyways, uh, that's going to come to you, and we're going to send that to you as soon as we get your address. That's going to give you free phone calls. That's exciting. Can't beat it. All right, we've got a lot to cover tonight. I know we've got to move on. So much. Um, I mentioned last week I carry a USB flash drive with me all the time. Yes, you do. What, what do I have this week? Is it the same one? No, I, it's, it changes. It shifts. Oh, yeah, and I got... I oh, brought yeah, your Bluetooth? I brought a Bluetooth dongle for you because you had mentioned that you were having oh, trouble yes. with your um, getting two controllers working. Yes, two PlayStation 3 controllers to work That's with right. the RetroPie. Right. So my theory was... Perhaps, this is just a theory, yeah. and you're going to try it with that. Uh, maybe you need to have two Bluetooth devices to receive it. Could be. Maybe there's, it can only connect one per Bluetooth device. That's possible. I don't know. I will be going home You're going to report back to us, right? To find out. All right. I have the ADATA UE700 in my pocket. This is the one that I like to carry with me. This is, this is my, my, my good one. You know why? Oh, can you guys see that? Oh. It's 128 gigs, but it's also... So that's 128 gigabytes in my pocket. Okay. But it's also 90 megabits, megabytes per second. Oh, wow. It's very fast. Wow. And, and so this is the one that I like to use for transferring video and stuff like right. that. Right. Makes sense. That's what I carry around most of the time. The USB, so it's USB 3, and it's super fast to read and write. I like to look at the, uh, the speeds when I buy a USB flash drive because right. it'll throw you. You get, think you're getting a great price. I got a really great price on a little 16-gig car uh, Super chip. slow. Oh, my goodness. It was useless. Yes. I could not copy a single video to it. It would just, like, lock up. And you get that spike of speed at the beginning, and you get hopeful, and then all of a sudden it tapers off. Yes. And it goes, and it takes three hours to copy a one gigabyte video. Yeah. That's ridiculous. This thing's, like, instant. It's like plugging in a hard drive. Ooh. So that's that's, good. that's what I like. All right. Put that back in my pocket. I, I'm going to use that later to transfer this this video. Yes. To, to our uh, our network so that you That's can right. watch it on demand. How do you like that? That's how I do it. That's how I keep the cost down, folks. I bring it home on a flash drive and use my home internet That's right. to upload it. Good so. times. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's getting worse for us BlackBerry users. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I did hear about that. It's, um, I was given a, uh, a Z10. And I'll be honest, I actually... I kind of like it. I'm surprised I do, but it works well. It's zippy. It's responsive. And it gets, it gets me my podcasts, you know? So it works great. 
Yeah. The problem, though, is that they they had a niche market, and they never capitalized on expanding past that. I think they got cocky. Plain and simple. I think so, too. BlackBerry just, from a marketing perspective, thinks, oh, we're all that, and so everybody's going to stay. No. Yeah. It doesn't work. That's not the industry anymore. It might have worked 10, 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it did work 10 years not ago. Not so much. But yeah. unfortunately, it's a great device. But I mentioned, you know, we're, we're, it's getting worse for us. Uh, Facebook has pulled out. They've yes. said, you know what? We're not going to support BlackBerry anymore. Kind of felt like the nail in the coffin. Yeah. When you get something like Facebook saying we're done, I mean... Whether or not you use Facebook is kind of not, it's not the relevant factor here. What it is is that, okay, this is a big company, one of the biggest in the world. world, Yeah. And the deciding factor for a lot of phone sales is going to be, can I get Facebook? Can I get Skype or some other kind of calling through the internet? Can I do my Twitter? Can I get my email? That's right. Right. When that stuff gets pulled. so, as soon as it starts dying in that regard, and and to be honest, the is the Z10, the Facebook app already sucks. Oh, it's horrible. It? I miss messages, and and it's and that and so I don't really care. I have a phone because if the alarm ever goes off here, the alarm company needs to be able to reach me twenty four seven. So that's kind of why I have it, and I use it for my podcasts. Um, I mentioned that it, we were talking about um, listening to stuff. To, to help us sleep, get yes. rid of the ringing in the yep. ears and stuff. So that's what I do. I listen to, to podcasts and things like that. Right. And uh, so that's really what I use it for. Yeah. But well. unfortunately, Facebook is uh, putting the nail in the coffin, I think. Oh, uh, well. See. I posted a video of me singing uh, on Good Friday. Not in the shower. No, in the car. <laughs> right. I was driving around and uh, got a good response. And if you haven't seen it yet, uh, make sure you check it out. It's on our Roku channel uh, under uh, Bald Guy Singing While Driving and Drinking Coffee. Oh, that's a wonderful catch line right or there. Or you can search for that in <laughs> YouTube and you'll probably find it. <laughs> it's, right, it's right beside cute kittens doing funny things. Yeah. Bald guy singing with coffee and car. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but I did get a couple of emails, and, and uh, two or three people have said, how did you get it to sound so good? You saw me. I guess you must have known my life would be in darkness. So you and you alone. Because I'm how driving did you around. get it to sound Because so I'm, and I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> are you res- are you talking about the technology? Oh, you're talking yeah. about the technology. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Uh, so today I brought some of my kit with me. Uh, let's I'm excited about this because I have some of this at home. That okay, I haven't used yet. So this is the SJ Cam SJ4000. Yes, the legit uh, original. Mm-hmm. And I have the car kit as well as the the hard case. Um, so this I had hanging off of the window upside down. Uh, this whole kit is available at cat5.tv slash action cam. And I use this anytime I'm out and about. Uh, it's not a GoPro. It looks kind of like one. It behaves like one and it shoots video like one. It's 1080p. And as you can see from that video, it turns out pretty darn good. And this is the uh, the car adapter that we sell on our website. And it's fantastic. Which um, we bought. 
Oh, did you? Yeah. You got one of those? Yeah, the same time that I bought my uh, Raspberry Pi. Oh, yeah? I bought... You the, saw this and it, thought, oh, I'd like to have that. Well, we already had the SJ Cam. Did you get Cam. it? Is it in yet? It's, oh, yeah, yeah. It's oh, the okay. full... It's not just the, the car kit. It's the whole shebang. It comes with... Yeah, this is like one of the everything. accessories that come in the bag. Yeah. It's like a 100,000 things for... I couldn't believe it. I'm looking at <laughs> it. It's like, oh, you could do this, 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 yeah. and this. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. There's like it's five or six kit. things you could do. Open it up, and I'm like... What do I do with all this? Yeah. It's amazing. Well, you notice, you, you, and not to digress, but you'll notice this is this is from the kit. So what I've actually done here with the car kit is I've used an attachment. I'm going to just unscrew this. And it's actually a quarter-inch standard tripod mount. Yeah. So I could use this also for a DSLR or right. a, a hand camera or something like that. I like the wide angle when I'm driving mm-hmm. of the SJ Cam 4000, SJ4000. It's a very nice wide angle. Yes. Um, yeah. And it's good video. It's great video, yeah. As you can see from my singing, that's right. That's my the, my pitch to get now, it. Now, but you've got the waterproof case on it. This is not the waterproof case, actually. Well, it is, but it, I've changed the backing on it. You know how right. you can tell. You okay. want to make sure you know this because the, this version has the openings. Oh, okay. so it will let water in, and the reason now, for is that, that for sound. Yeah, it's for sound. Um, it still muffles the sound because the mics are on the side. Right. But um, it's going to let a little bit of sound in. And the reason that I use that when I'm driving around in the car doing singing is because I am going to have to sync up the audio, f- right. the video from the camera to the audio from my mixer. Right. So that way you can hear it. So yeah. I can hear it just enough that I can sync things up and line them up right. without having to, to hope that I've got it right. That's right. So usually what I do is when I start recording, I go like that. And it's just a nice quick hand clap that i can see the visual spike in my right. in my uh, editor right then it's easier to sync up to that spike right, right. so okay. lips are at the right time so then the audio portion the question become you know the question is how does it sound so good i've got the uh, dp008ex which is also available at shop.category5.tv not to make the show sound like an advertisement but i like to promote the stuff that that i use and and the stuff that i really like makes sense if it's good enough for you yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. As I sit here with my with my House of Marley headphones <laughs> and I'm surrounded in kit that we sell, it does kind of start to sound like an infomercial. It eh? does, does it? Please send money today. Yeah. Um, and sure. I mean, whatever. Right. But um, that's not the intent. <laughs> no, I'm just answering <laughs> the funny, question. Though. But it is kind of funny. Uh, oh, yeah. And by the way, these mugs are in our store. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> oh, dear. I had to say that so I could pick it up. Oh, uh, that's funny. All right. So you've got the SJ Cam and you've got the yeah, soundboard. Now, what are you using to record your audio? This is the ingenious thing, okay? So this this device here, uh, which is the DP008EX from Tascam, and this is a this is in our store if you want the links, uh, which pipes you through to Amazon. So I have a uh, headphone jack here. Okay. The headphone jack, I put the, now. I've got a, a line input on since I put in a, a a nice stereo in the in the van right so i've got an old van with a nice stereo that i picked up at a fact at factory direct it's like a liquidation store yeah so it has a line input now i could have used in the old stereo i could have used the cassette adapter right but this one i just so i just have a uh uh, uh 2.5 was it three point yeah 2.5 millimeter Okay. The headphone jack that goes out to the, the line input. Okay. So that way, when I push play, so I've recorded the tracks into lines one and two, into channels one and two, track one and two, uh, using my laptop. So I just plugged in the laptop to the line inputs over here, mm-hmm. pressed record to get the karaoke track. And then 
while I'm driving around. So I key, I cue in. Let's fire this thing up so that you can actually see. So the headphone jack is going into the stereo so that I can hear the music over the car stereo. Right. I've got this microphone on my face. This thing somehow miraculously is able to power a 48-volt phantom microphone, even though it only takes a couple of AA batteries. Okay. Four, four AA batteries. So I push. Uh, so I leave these ones marked out. I mark line three, track three for recording. Mm-hmm. And then I can set my input level, plug my microphone into the XLR input, um, so line three would be in channel A. Line f- uh, cha- uh, track four would be input B, and then vice and so on and so forth. So if I wanted to record on track four, I would plug the microphone into B channel right. because it works as A B A B A B A B kind of idea. So I recorded uh, to the track, push record and play because I'm not recording on these. So it plays these two tracks out the speakers. Okay, and I can set one to left and one to right, so I have the stereo tracks. Right. And then I turn down the level on my microphone, because that's not a record level, that's a playback level, so that my microphone is not coming out of the speakers. Makes sense. So I can just sing my heart out. But it does record because the input is specified, and I can turn up the master to set the levels. I can see the uh, VU over here. Right. So, see, if I punch in right now, oh, I don't have an SD card, so I can't. So so then I'm recording right off my face, and so I get a nice clean recording off right. of the microphone, and then it, it's really easy because it's so close to my mouth to suppress the music that you hear coming out of the car stereo right? and just use the tracks. And then you mix it all in. It's got nice reverb, and you can you know turn up the reverb on the, uh, the microphone track, play it back into the computer, or just render it down to a master file, and, uh, and then you're good to go. Very nice. Yeah. These things, these things work great. It's eight tracks. You can only record two tracks at a time, okay. but you can record two tracks at a time. So if you play guitar and sing, you can right. play guitar and sing and record them to two separate tracks so that you can, re- you can mix them later. That's cool. And then you can go back and record a lead guitar part and a harmony part at the same time if you wanted to, and then you've got four tracks done. And you can do that up to eight tracks. That's a, fantastic. That's awesome. Isn't that nice? That's so simple so, and, and, and little, too. So it's kind of meant for the musician in you, but um, it also works really well. I use this when I'm shooting in the field. Yep. Um, sometimes I want to record several tracks and be able to mix them later and, and kind of intermix and right. change the mix. Um, the nice thing is because it's on separate tracks, if I have two microphones, say you and I were doing a, an event live, I can do both of us on a different track, yep. and then okay. later I can fix the levels and say, oh, Jeff was a little loud, so I can turn Jeff down a little bit. Awesome. Right. I like so it that. works well for that. So if you're a video editor or anything, that's a good device for that as well. Wow. little tricky to get used to. I found if you're, you know, if you're not used to having to punch in channels and stuff, sometimes right. um, you, you might forget to punch the, the record button to specify, hey, I'm recording on track three. Right. So you want to be careful of that. Now, I'm just seeing on the end there, are there mics built into that as well? Yeah, there are. And they're actually really, really good quality. So these are nice for, and because of the positioning, I don't know if you noticed, but they almost, almost, not quite, but almost give a sense of binaural audio. Right. Which means when you put on headphones, it sounds like you're in the room because these are positioned approximately where your human ears are. Right. The distance between those two microphones are about the same as right. human okay. ear. So, it, it, but they do sound really, really good. I have I don't tend to use them because um, I don't record a lot of ambient audio. Right. Everything that I record is going to be up close and personal. Or, but if if you were doing a nice acoustic set, that would be and good you wanted to, up the crowd. oh yeah, 
Well, or picking up your guitars and stuff. Oh, yeah, that works too, yeah. Like if you were sitting around and someone's playing on the bongos and you're playing guitar, you get two tracks stereo and uh, are able to record both tracks at once. Ooh, I so, like that. And then go back and add some harmonies and yeah, sure. thicken up the mix, add some drums or whatever you want to do. Wow. It's pretty decent. It's pretty much thought of everything. It's the best portable device. I Does think. it make you breakfast? It doesn't make me breakfast. It's oh, okay. the only downfall. All right. So they didn't quite think of everything. I know. Tascam, <laughs> come on. Pick it up. All right, let's uh, look at Chipolo, which we looked at last week. Sorry, I'm going to have to lose part of my wardrobe. Oh. I know. Don't let me forget those. I won't, I won't. forget those. I'm going to put them right <laughs> on as me? soon as I'm done. You forget them, I will remember them. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd my headphones go? <laughs> okay, Chipolo, uh, we looked at this last week. This thing's yes. pretty neat. It uh, it should still be synced um, because it, the battery lasts for kind of forever, six months right. to a year kind of idea. Um, following last week's show, did a little more research, spoke with our rep at Chipolo to find out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did we find here? Well, we were corrected. By one person. Oh, a viewer. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So it was, was um, it was C128D. Uh, hey, yeah. He was watching on YouTube or yeah. she, sorry, uh, whoever it might be, um, and corrected you about the BIOS of the computer using a CR2032 battery, not a CR2025. Right. Now, Chipolo uses a 2025. Yeah, I said, I said off the cuff, hey, you could put that in your CMOS as kind of a joke. Right. But no, it's a CR2032. Right. That's right, because these are a little bit thinner, like 0.7 millimeters. And they have a slightly different uh, megahertz. Milliamps. Or milliamps, sorry. Yeah, Yeah, uh, the rating, so the amount of power in this battery is a little bit less than the 2035. Right, because that's 165 milliamps. This one is. Uh, Yeah. But the one for the, or sorry, that one's 225 milliamps, but the Chipolo's 165 milliamps. So. Oh, okay. So the Chipolo battery is a little bit less power than what you need than for a 2035. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess in a bind, you could take the battery out of your Chipolo. Yeah. It's an emergency. My CMOS is busted and it won't keep the date. Yeah. And I don't have a CR2035 and access to a dollar store. That's right. <laughs> so there right. you go. Uh, so in a bind, you could use the 2025, but not. Really? That's right. It's not the correct battery. Right. It's like using a AAA battery with a little bit of aluminum foil. (laughs) Seen that done. (laughs) It'll work, but it's not quite right. Yeah. Yeah. So what else about the Chipola did we find out? Okay. So uh, when this is a good one, when you have gone out of Bluetooth range from your Chipola. So here's the scenario. And this was the question last week that that you posed. What happens if you get out of range? And I'm, you know, humming and hawing. I don't really know. So I looked it up and spoke with them about it. Uh, Okay. So here's the scenario. You put it on your key ring. Yep. Right. Keys are not going to really get up and walk away. They're generally, if you leave them somewhere, they're going to be there when you go to look for them. So I put my keys down. They fall between the seat cushions. I forget to pick them up again, and I go home. They're at your place, right? I am now outside of Bluetooth range, but the app remembers the last time it saw it. Oh, okay. So now when I bring up my Chipolo, even though I am my Chipolo app, even though I am six kilometers away and out of range, it says, here's the pin. This is where it was last time I saw it. Ah, okay. So then I see, oh, that's Jeff's place. I can head back to your place and get my keys. Right. Or say, hey, can you check? I think I left them on your couch. Right. Not sure how I left the house without my keys. I'm just, that scenario... You rode your Works, bike. but doesn't. I, I rode my bike. There you go. Because it's sunny outside. That's right. 
I got Except a good for this workout. Pending polar vortex. Yeah, you know? <laughs> uh, so that's kind of cool. Uh, actually, that's really cool. Yes, it is. So uh, one of the other things, so I fired up the, uh, the device this morning, and the first thing that I saw was a new little notice here, uh, because I left this iPod Touch running uh, throughout the week okay. since we had it up and going uh, last week. It says, Chipolo has been using your location in the background. Do you want to continue allowing this? Oh, okay. Right? So it is kind of, it's polling. So I'm going to say continue. Yep. Oh, I've got a software update. Nice. Okay. So then let's bring up my Chipolo and we'll see that uh, it is close at hand. I can, yeah, yep. still still working just like, so there's no turning it on or turning it off or anything like that. Right. Um, that's kind of cool. Okay. What else did we learn this week as um, follow-up? What if your Chipolo is lost? Oh, right. Yeah. They told me about this. Okay, so scenario would be, say, you lose your Chipolo, but you don't, I don't know, you can't seem to find it where it was last was. Say you put it on your dog and your dog ran away. <laughs> doesn't work for last known location. So what happens then? I don't know that you'd want to put it on your dog. And this kind of is another point. They said, yeah. you know what, probably not a good idea to use Chipolo to track your children. Right. We, but, we kind of joked about that, but not a good idea because they're in motion. They're not like your keys that when you drop them, they're still there. Right. But say somebody did and your Chipolo's lost. You, it's not where you last had it. Here's a, can, can I use a different it? scenario? Okay. I'm walking through the park. My keys fall out of my pocket. Okay. My keys have my Chipolo on it just yep. to throw that on there. Or, hey, Chipolo's pretty small. I could fit this in my wallet. Yep. Stick this into one of the sleeves that are for credit cards. Yep. And then if I ever lose my wallet. Okay. So I've, I've dropped my wallet. Okay. It fell out of my jacket pocket because I just switched to my spring jacket and I'm not used to the pockets. Right. That's my scenario. I, I elaborate. All right. <laughs> so what if somebody picks so up that now, wallet and walks away? Well, better yet, I can now mark my Chipolo as lost. Okay. In the app. And by doing so... Anybody who is within range of my wallet who uses Chipolo on their mobile device, their device will go out looking for mine. Really? Yes. So then if – so let's say you have a Chipolo as well and, yep. I, and you and I were going for a walk together, a bike ride. Yep. I dropped my wallet and, um, and now I've gone home. Yep. You are then biking back and you're passing my wallet. You don't see it, but it's there. And your phone then says, oh, there's Robbie's Chipolo, and it sends a message to me. Oh, so it doesn't it tell says, my app. It doesn't tell your app. Your app then sends a message to mine and says, there it is. It's on a map. Here's the pin. You never even knew that it happened. Okay. So, so it's, it's like a cloud of... Chipolos. Right. So, so then my app now says, oh, it's, it's way over there. So even though I am well out of range of the Chipolo, your phone is not. And so your phone has now told me where my Chipolo is located. Ah, okay. How cool is that? That's fit. Now, obviously, they'd have to have their Bluetooth on to pick up the yeah, Chipolo. But it, it, yeah, but yeah, of course. But you're, 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 you obviously have your Bluetooth on. <laughs> That's right. Obviously. Well played. <laughs> That's awesome. So, and, and, and just looking for the signal because you don't have to sync up because, like, my phone wouldn't know while I'm going through the park. Right. It's just as soon as my app gets a ping I've from marked it your Chipola that's yep. lost. So ah. they've, th they've thought of it. They've figured it out. They've got it nailed. 
great device. That's amazing. I love it. I think it's really, really cool. So it's cool. I'm gonna I, now. I got to decide. I've got one of them. I got to decide if it goes on my keys or on my wallet or on my remote control at home, or just get three. There you go. Not all. I have like twelve remotes. Well, it's brutal. You know what? <laughs> you could support Cat Five through Amazon. There you go. Yeah, I mean, we sell them. Uh, Chipolo is actually in our store. Cat5.tv slash Chipolo. That's awesome. I like that. I do, too. You know, All right. And it's funny, because when we first reviewed that last week, we had this small issue of connecting it, and it was like, oh. It was the laptop. It was yeah, the it was the laptop. laptop. So I was really disappointed. But now, like, getting a second review of this, like, it worked well after we figured the laptop. I was, like, I'm getting excited about this. <laughs> I want it. You know, this is one of the things I like about this show. And being on this show is that we can we can try stuff having never tried it before. That's right. And as long as you viewers understand that we do that on purpose because I want to present the, you know, I don't want to present it as, oh, I've already figured everything out, so I'm just going to show you how I do it. Yeah. No, I want to go through the same trouble that you're going to go through. And then that way, if you go through it, you've got the solution. Yes. That's the idea. It's so good. We have a lot of fun. Okay. So that's that. We're going to jump right into the news, Jeff. Yes. So with the magic of television, kapoof. (laughs) Okay. It's Tuesday, April 5th, 2016, and here are the stories we're covering this week. Union Memorial Hospital is the epicenter of a malware attack. Yes, another one. This one with a ransom being held for around $18,500. Windows 10 is going to be having some form of Ubuntu in it. And Instagram plans to switch to algorithmic timelines, and that has some users worried. Google decided to play an April Fool's prank, and it backfired. And Tay, the AI bot from Microsoft, snuck back online and took another go at Twitter users. These stories are coming right up, so don't go anywhere. Hi, I'm Robbie Ferguson, and I love being a Vimeo Pro member. As a web broadcaster, I need an affordable video hosting platform that's as flexible as me. A pro membership lets you upload up to 20 gigabytes of HD video each and every week with no additional bandwidth restrictions. That means if you produce a show that uses even up to 20 gigabytes of storage, your limit resets itself the following week, so you can do another 20 gigabytes. And keep doing that week after week. Now, Category 5, with all of our shows, use roughly 10 gigabytes per week. From there, Vimeo automatically generates all the files that you need to provision your RSS feeds, Roku channel, website media player, or even video downloads in multiple bit rates, with no limits on your bandwidth usage or how many people can access your files. What's best? The price is astonishingly affordable. And for a limited time, friends of the Category5.tv network will receive a whopping 25% off the annual price. All you have to do is go through our link, cat5.tv slash Vimeo, and sign up today for your 25% discount. To top it off, you get 30 days to try it risk-free. If you're not happy with Vimeo Pro, you pay nothing. The deal is only for a very limited time. Go to cat5.tv slash Vimeo. I'm Jeff Weston, and here are the top stories from the Category5.tv newsroom. Baltimore's Union Memorial Hospital is the epicenter of a malware attack upon its parent organization, MedStar. Data at Union Memorial and other MedStar hospitals in Maryland have been encrypted by ransomware spread across their network, and the operators of the malware are offering a bulk deal. 45 bitcoins, which is about $18,500 US, for the keys to unlock all the affected systems. The FBI has issued a confidential 
urgent flash message to the industry about the threat of Sam Sam on March 25th, seeking assistance in fighting the ransomware and pleading, we need your help. The FBI's Cyber Center also shared signature data for Sam Sam activity to help organizations screen for infections. But the number of potential targets remains vast, and the FBI is, con- is concerned that entire networks could fall victim to the ransomware. An internet scan by Cisco's Talos Research revealed approximately 2.1 million systems are vulnerable to the exploit used in the attack. That's crazy. That's scary. 2.1 million systems ransomware is becoming the the way of making money yeah if you're if you're shady yeah and, and you know it used to be like at sea pirates and then you know it just could progress it's like i can't think of what could be more invasive than locking out all of your data oh my goodness and if you haven't seen it yet, you should get onto uh, our website and watch. Uh, do a quick search for Crypto Locker. I had uh, a guest on the show from Malwarebytes, and we had an in-depth conversation when Crypto Locker first came out about what it is. But essentially, this thing gets into your computer, and right now, right now, this week, we've seen a spike. Yeah. Uh, because I work in security. I am actually an, uh, an ESET um, ven- vendor of record, and I'm, I'm all that. But um, So... What I've learned is that this thing is on the rise. Um, JavaScript mm-hmm. is being sent by email in a zip file. The JavaScript is benign. So the antivirus product doesn't necessarily pick it up. Right. But then it executes and it grabs this crypto ransomware off of the web. So you don't ever know what happened. Ah. And suddenly all of your files are encrypted with a key that you don't have. You have to pay in order to, de- to decrypt your files, including... Your PST file, if you use Outlook, which means you have no access to your email, your calendar, your appointments, your contacts, everything, plus all your documents, all your Excel spreadsheets, all that stuff. But here's the scary thing. If you are connected to a corporate network, one computer gets infected, it goes out on all of them and locks up all the files. Servers that have a partition that's shared, or uh, not a partition, uh, uh, like a Samba or CIFS share, so that people can mount uh, a company shared folder Wow, where they save all their accounting data. Yeah, that's nuts. One person gets it. And it's scary, and often companies have one computer somewhere in the office that they think, oh, well, we don't need antivirus on that one because we only use it to print labels. Right. Guess what? You just opened an email with that crypto ransomware. Wow. You're in trouble. Man, it's It's nuts. All right. Uh, Microsoft and Canonical are, according to a reliable rumor out of ZDNet, working together to bring Ubuntu to Windows 10 desktops. Now, both of them will not be integrating Linux per se into Windows, nor will it be a virtual machine. Instead, Ubuntu will primarily run on a foundation of native Windows libraries. It's also possible uh, to to use some familiar Linux command line tools in Windows, including Bash, uh, through projects like uh, Sigwin. Is that how you pronounce it? That's how I pronounce it, Sigwin? yes. Okay, perfect. It's unlikely that you, the, you, the Ubuntu interface itself will be part of the experience, and given that the work is set to be uh, unveiled by a developer, at a developer conference, it's most likely to be a means of window developers to build and test their apps' compatibility with Linux. Now, we know little about what's planned. It could be that a simple Unix command line tools are made available in Microsoft's command prompt tool, or it could open floodgates for Linux binaries running natively on Windows. Who knows? 
But uh, when we find out more information, we'll be sure to let you know. It's kind of exciting a little bit. I feel honor-bound to, to mention that you asked how to pronounce Sigwin, but not how to pronounce Canonical or Ubuntu. I've, you know what? <laughs> so yeah. I called you on those two. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> you know what's funny? I, I've always called it Ubuntu from the beginning. I know, because you and I were experimenting with Linux at about the same time, and we thought it was called Ubuntu. Yes. Yeah, so at this point, I've learned the potato version of potato, and good luck changing that. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. I had to retrain myself on that one. Yeah. Canoniacal. <laughs> Sounds diabolical. Uh, I know. Changes <laughs> right. to how Instagram contact will appear in the app's feed have sparked a backlash among some of its users. The app plans to switch to algorithmic timelines, which sorts posts according to users' interests rather than continuing to list them chronologically. Now, celebrity posters who are worried about that their photos will no longer be seen by as many people have urged their followers to turn on notifications. But Instagram said there's no reason to panic. It's okay. Chill. They said in a tweet, we're listening and we assure you that nothing is changing with your feed right now. As somebody who deals with legal work and I hear right now, I go, yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. The shift will bring the app in line with the way that news feeds are ordered on Facebook, which is owned by the same company. So I can appreciate the frustration that Instagram would have with this. I'm not an Instagram user. I'm not I just I haven't gotten into that. But with Facebook, it drives me nuts uh-huh. when I can't see the most recent information because somebody commented on something from two days ago because they're just getting on Facebook now, and all of the information that you want to see is you know fifty feeds below. I I, I personally I do don't that. I don't like that. So I can see why the Instagram and it makes assumptions. And um, when you're scrolling down the timeline, and this is Facebook. And, oh, well, I know that you want to see this. So you see the post once, and then you're scrolling, and you see it again. Yes. And you see it again, and it's stop. Yeah. You're mad. So every time everyone commented, I see another of the exact same post. Yeah. It's like, I don't need that kitten meme. Yeah. I liked one kitten meme. Now, they think I need them. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, it's... uh... To be fair, it was a really cute kitten. (laughs) So... I could appreciate where the Instagram users are coming from. Uh, quite frankly, I would side with them on this one because yeah. I don't like the way that Facebook does their feed. So. Facebook allows you to select a, a traditional timeline, sort of by time, but it, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't seem to remember that I selected that. Well, so do you know will why? Instagram do the same? Do you know why Facebook does that? Because they like to control your mind? Sort of. Okay, so I realize I'm digressing from the news a little bit. I used to work in the prison system, and... When I was on Facebook, do you mean you used to live in the prison system? Well, I did a seven-year. <laughs> oh, bit, you used to work. There. I used to work. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, I was employed by the prison system. Um, ah. So what happened is, uh, I mean, when you're dealing with that kind of clientele, trash on the side of the highway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. So when you deal with that kind of clientele, you don't want your life to be out there on Facebook for searching. So I locked down my account. Okay. And then one day I get a message from one of our clients. He's like, hey, looked you up, beautiful family. And I'm going, I'm sorry, what? Turns out, and I didn't realize this, and it's in Facebook's user agreement when you sign up that nobody ever reads anyway, is that when they update their security settings, they wipe out all your settings and it's up to you to go back and reactivate the settings that you want activated. Is this real life? 
this is I'm telling you, this is what happened. So I because I contacted Facebook. I'm like, what have you done? And they're like, oh, read our user agreement. When we do an update, we wipe out oh everything. Gosh. I've tested it three times now. Whenever I get the notice that, oh, we've updated our security settings, all my settings are gone. So I have to That's go back. Scary. I have to go back in mm. and reset up. See, and Facebook changed the way internet was done because it used to be unless you give express permission, nothing can be shared. Facebook changed that, and it's changed the face of the internet so that now we can share whatever, except for what you tell us not to. And now mm. that's what companies are doing. So because so of this, so it's opt in unless opt out. That's right. Mm. Facebook changed that, and so that's why things like this, as far as the the chronological, that's their default. Right. So you have to opt into the. Ah, so it changes everything. Yeah. Oh. So there you go. Did I just educate you on something? You freaked me out. I want to log into Facebook and change all my settings. You should. Yeah. If anybody hasn't, you need to. Hmm. I learned the hard way. Yeah. The last thing I want is that kind of stuff coming up. Thanks for creeping us out. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> Back to the news. <laughs> Google is acknowledging that it uh, after it uh, pranked itself or that it pranked itself after an April Fool's Day Gmail tweak angered some people who used Google's email for work. So what happened is the company added a button to its email service that allowed users to fire out a minion gif, which is a character from the animated film Despicable Me. Love that movie, by the way. <laughs> uh, which would drop a microphone and then mute responses to whatever email the user sent. So the Google Help Forum on Thursday was populated with a bunch of angry users who say that they unintentionally attached a minion dropping a mic during important business communications. <laughs> so I could just picture this now. Like, oh we just want to let you know we appreciate your services, but we're canceling your contract. Boom. So Google apologized. They oh, turned dear. off the feature, seeing that due to a bug, the mic drop inadvertently caused more headaches than laughs. I don't know about you. I'm laughing. So yeah. I, I think it's... I heard of one guy that was uh, in, communi- in, in negotiations with a potential employer. Oh, no. And did a mic drop sound. (laughs) (laughs) And was so concerned that they were not going to get the job because of it. And I'm like, dude, if that is your concern, you don't need to work for this person. Because if I was hiring and someone (laughs) accidentally sent me a mic drop, I would seriously laugh. And if your potential employer can't laugh at that and say, oh, my gosh, unless you're like, like, when, when is that not funny? I, I agree. So if you tried applying for a job and you lost it because of the mic drop, send the employer, potential employer, link wonder, for this news. Yeah. And, and how many people got dumped? Oh, my goodness. By G, via the Gmail. relationships. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I just need space. <laughs> and that's that no no i just meant i wanted to go away for the weekend <laughs> that's right oh, oh wow dear. this story just gets better we could come up with some scenarios okay but all right works. move it to uh, another type of mic drop after almost a week of being shut down for spewing racist and sexist comments on twitter microsoft's artificial intelligence chatbot called tay briefly rejoined twitter on wednesday open to launch a spam attack on its followers. The incident marks another embarrassing setback for the software company as it tries to get ahead of Alphabet Inc.'s Google, Facebook Inc., and other tech firms in a race to create virtual agents that can interact with people and learn from them. The Tay tweets, which on Twitter is at Tay and you, that's A-N-D, Twitter handle was made private and the chatbot stopped responding to comments Wednesday morning after it fired off the same tweet to many users. You're too fast. Please take a rest. 
retweeted Tay to hundreds of Twitter profiles. The chatbot also tweaked that it's smoking kush in front of the police. Microsoft said on Wednesday that Tay's Twitter account was accidentally turned back on while the company was fixing the problems that came to light two weeks ago. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> so one of the other things that I, I... Holy fail, Microsoft. Oh, yeah. One of the other things I loved is that Tay started tweeting back to herself. Nice. And got in a Twitter battle with herself. Uh, hello. Yeah, so it was... <laughs> like we made a this is history in the making folks absolutely we, we made an ai bot that tweeted it's smoking kush <laughs> in front of police in front of police yep good old microsoft what have you done yeah <laughs> these are the people we're trusting with our future of technology yeah or, or are we yeah and they're the ones that are monitoring everything you do with windows 10 yeah. yeah. Using AI to parse what you desire. That's right. They can't get Twitter right, but apparently they can get the OS right. Let's hope Facebook does a better job. Minion mic drop. There you go. <laughs> Love right. how everything flowed together. That's right. Big thanks this week to Roy W. Nash and our community viewers for submitting stories to us. If you found a news story you'd like to send, email it to newsroom at category5.tv. For all your tech news with a slight Linux bias, visit category5.tv newsroom at newsroom.category5.tv. For the Category5.tv newsroom, I'm Jeff Weston. Welcome back. This is Category 5 Technology TV. I'm your host, Robbie Ferguson. And I'm Jeff Weston. Jeff, we had planned to get into this, the data traveler yes. with ESET. Um, and, and this is a really cool device. I want to show it to you. It encrypts the data that you put on it so that uh, it's safe from prying eyes. But also it has antivirus. So if you're connecting it to a Windows system, it will make sure that that crypto ransomware doesn't get on there. Perfect. As you're copying files to and fro. Uh, unfortunately, our timing tonight is, uh, is getting a little tight. So right. we're going to look at that instead next week. If you're really keen on getting something like this, head on over to cat5.tv slash vault to get one in advance. But we're going to look at that next week instead and uh, get that on the show. Sasha Dermatis is going to be here next week. So nice. it'll be a fun thing for us to do. In the Exciting. meantime, you had mentioned that we we're going to look at uh, downloading YouTube videos. Yes. I guess the reason for that is because, uh, and this is on Windows. Yes. We don't do a whole lot of Windows here because we hate it. And we I'm can't kidding. Trust their Twitter. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just a chatbot who spews madness. That's right. Smoking the Kush. <laughs> Smoking Kush. Being a racist. Come on, Microsoft. <sighs> okay. So, well, uh, the reason is. Yeah. On episode number four thirty, I showed how to download YouTube videos on Linux. Okay. Via a Linux command line tool. Windows users, few people had emailed us and said, well, how do I do it on Windows? Right. So I wanted to show you two real easy ways to uh, do it. And my favorite person just arrived. Oh, my goodness. Somebody just walked in the door here. Sasha, Sasha. Dermatis behind the scenes. Sasha, we're just about to show the people how to uh, download YouTube videos. Yes. So, hey, you're just in time. Yeah. Are you, are you camera bombing? She's hey, buddy. Sasha. How are you? I'm great. Good. Yeah. So Welcome. you're going to be on next week. Yes. That's next exciting. week? 
Yes. Yes. Week after. Awesome. Wonderful. Yes. Two weeks cool. in a row. Wow. Sasha's here because uh, mindtest.tv, we're releasing a new version of uh, our video game server. Yes. It's called Extreme PvP Survival. And yep. so we're all going to be doing some voiceovers uh, for the game. And that's, uh, that's happening today. As we uh, wrap up tonight, we're going to be uh, stepping into video game voiceover mode. Loving it. So everybody's got the voice on. Yes. Ready? Yes. Game on. How's that? That's Game why Jeff on. is going to do it. That's why Jeff is going to do yep. it. Okay, so uh, let's. Uh, you've got the only Windows system in the place. Okay. So you're gonna you're gonna head on over to YouTube. 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 YouTube.com. Uh, so I was saying, uh, viewers, uh, before uh, Sasha camera bombed us here, uh, viewers decided to. I don't know if you want to go into trending and find something that's uh, that's decent. I don't know. Um, anything at all. Um, Viewers said, how can we do this on Windows? Taylor, you showed us how to do it. Taylor Swift versus a treadmill. Okay. Oh, we're going to get in big trouble if we, down, if we de- show you how to download Taylor Swift. Yeah, that's true. She okay. <laughs> personally will sue us. Um, can what you head we, to uh, what about a Linux, video? Go to Linux Tech Show. Linux Tech Show. I'm gonna, oh, there look, you go. Oh, look so, at that. There you go. These ones, I guarantee you, we have the rights to. You're not going to sue yourself? I will not sue myself. In fact, I will pay myself. Oh, my goodness. How do you okay. like that? So just pick any video. Streaming your Linux desktop to Telestream desktop. I'm going to show you two ways to do this on Microsoft Windows, okay? I don't know if there's audio there or not. Probably pause uh, it. or I don't know. Uh, so all we need is that, see that URL up at the top there? www.youtube.com now that you've clicked yes. on it. So where it says www.youtube, yep. change it to www.ss. No, no, just add SS right oh. there. Yep. Just put SS, enter. Notice what we did there? All we did is press SS. Oh, look at that. And now it's connecting to YouTube. Okay. And there you go. There's your download. So choose the pull down there and see what what options you have. So MP4 and a couple of different options. Wow. Uh, But the one that I'm missing there is MP3. I, I might want just... Now, there is the audio MP4, like an M4A, well, so that's kind of cool. HD MP3. But that will not actually, that's not actually a download link. That's oh. actually going to take you to our next product that we're going to show you. Oh. So the download itself on the left there will allow you to download the video in HD uh, or any of the formats that are available on YouTube. That's a really, cool. really easy, cheap and dirty way to do it. Okay. So if you're, you know, you're, you're about to do a presentation and, and the internet is finicky and, oh, no, I really need to have this video as part of my presentation, just go to the YouTube link, add SS before YouTube. So it reads www.ssyoutube.com, right? That's so somebody's, somebody's registered, Safefront has registered that name, and it just is a really great way to do it. Uh, okay. Okay, next way, much more robust, much more able to work with all videos and everything YouTube. Uh, if you head on over to video downloader.ummy, see if you can spell that. Not, not Yumi, Ummy. U-M-M-Y? Um, yeah, but don't use that because now you've just changed it to video space downloader. Oh, there we go. Just type M-M-Y dot net. So videodownloader.ummy.net. 
Net. And we've I've already installed this application, so you don't need to do it, Jeff. Okay. Uh, but that tool there is going to give you a really great way to download all things YouTube uh, on Microsoft Windows. So, Jeff, go mm-hmm. back to YouTube, find that video, even just use your back button and find that video that we're going to download, yes. which we have the rights to. That's right. And with Ummy Video Downloader, what I want you to do is copy that entire URL to your clipboard. Okay. okay. Now, on your start menu on Windows, once now that we've got Ummy installed, so if you click there and just type Ummy. Ummy Video Downloader. Uh, no. Nope. Oh, maybe. Yeah, okay. That's good. So now that it's in my clipboard, uh, but I wouldn't do that. If you could close that, Jeff, I don't want to show an incorrect way to do it because okay. that, that just is, that's my right, recently enough. run applications. Okay. So viewers will not see it that way. Okay. I'd rather U- you type M- Ummy. M-Y. There you go. Okay. So typed Ummy into the, into the search. Click on it. And because it's in our clipboard, it automatically generates the links. Okay. And now pull, the, pull down that menu there. All right. And you'll see that you have not only all the formats that are available, but oh, also MP3. MP3 if you want just the audio tracks. Awesome. So, for example, you really liked my Easter presentation. Yes. And you want to download it as an MP3. There's your way. I give you permission. That's exciting. <laughs> So cool. there you have it. So there's a couple ways for you to download video really uh, simple. from YouTube. Yeah, that's it. You know, keep it, keep it simple, stupid. Nice. I'm the stupid one. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. You we are it. completely out of time. I can't believe it. Wow. We're uh, ready to jump into uh, video game mode. So check out mindtest.tv. I uh, assume the new server will be ready. Uh, we're recording tonight. So um, we'll probably have it up and running within a couple weeks. I'm excited about that. It's going to be exciting. I think it's going to be fun for the kids to go in and hear hear dad's voice and all the voiceover work that we're going to have in the game. Uh, Do you remember the old Lara Croft series? I I have the old Lara Croft series. Oh, do you? I still have. On RetroPie? No, no. I have it on RetroPie. I have the actual CD still. Nice. I have all... So you played it enough to remember. Yes. I've got all my CD. Actually, I was going through a box the other day. I've got stuff going back. 20 years of video games all on CD wow. disc. I've got a floppy disc of a pack rat of a game called you Raptor. You need 1-800-GOT-JUNK. You know what it is? Go I through our partner link. It's the nostalgia. I can't get rid of it. Every once in a while, I'll throw them I up. I know. I'll I'm the same way. I'll throw them up on my computer. I'm like, oh, I miss Lemmings. Or, oh, uh, well, I have that. Or I miss Commander Keen. I have Lemmings ROM for... Um, I've, I've got it on my retro pie. PlayStation 1. Yeah, I've got it on the RetroPie already. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. So you're set. Yeah. Um, the reason I mentioned Lara Croft, yes. the, the Tomb Raider series, when you first start the game, the Chronicles, for example, yes. she is talking and telling you how to control the game. So um, now jump by pressing the X button. Yes. You know, and all, and all this kind of stuff. So with the Extreme Survival Server... Uh, Sasha is going to be that voice. She's not going to have the the accent. Sasha is Laura Croft. But Sasha Dermatis <laughs> is going to be the voice of the narrative that is teaching the player how to uh, how to play the game. That's awesome. So when you first start the game, it takes you through the tutorials. You can skip them if you want, but uh, it will help you to understand the the initial controls because we're really going all out with this extreme PvP survival at MindTest.tv. So the moral of the story, Sasha's going to be telling you what to do and you're going to do it. Yeah, press <laughs> press spacebar to jump. <laughs> okay, I don't want to. like like a you know just I do what Sasha tells me to That's do. Right. You know? <laughs> Sasha, anyway. should you get uh, your husband to play the game. He'd be like, hey, look, just do what I tell you to. <laughs> <laughs> I say jump. You say okay. Yeah. <laughs>
right. That's all the time we got, folks. Uh, don't forget, uh, make sure you check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Category 5. And uh, any way that you can support us through our uh, partner links, yes. it's a wonderful way to support the, the show and the network. And we thank you for it. So have a fantastic week, Jeff. It's been fun having you been here the, uh, the past couple of weeks. Sasha, going to be fun to have you uh, on the show for the next couple of weeks. Yeah. And uh, we will see you next Tuesday night. All right. Have good night. Good night.